Yes, hello punters, hello Benny, I am Sonny Munn, we're all with the punting monologue and gee, it's been a hell of a week of sport, the good guys getting up left, right and centre in the cricket, in the rugby league, it is all happening, so let's do it on four legs, Benny, how are you holding up mate? Yeah, good mate, last week though was a bit of a, it was a bitter pill to swallow that some of the results Ooh. we copped, for Gravina, massive run, Yeah. Russian conquest in the last should have won. Swiss yep. Exile, beaten in the shadows. We got the early winner. I thought we're in for a really, really big day here and turns sour after that. little tip for the punters at home. I used to have trouble swallowing pills and my mum would crush it up and dip it in honey. So if that's any help for you, maybe do that this week. Hey, uh, Eagle Farm, the last of the group ones until we get into the winter racing carnival. We're going to stay in Queensland? Yeah, we'll do Queensland this week. We'll do the Tats Tiara, and then I think we'll move back to Victoria uh, for the next few weeks and leading into the spring because, um, yeah, the racing will heat up there pretty quickly. I need something to heat up, mate, because my bones are cold in the heart of Melbourne at the moment. So I'm pretty happy to be going north of the Tweed. Let's go straight to Eagle Farm, mate. It's looking like a good four. We know what the track's like. Is there anything... In particular, you want to inform us on? Yeah, so good for rail out six metres. I think that'll just make it a little bit, give leaders more of a chance. Leaders normally find it a little bit hard at Eagle Farm in that it's a pretty testing straight. Yeah, I think that'll bring them right into play. The weather's fine, so expect it to stay a good four. And they'll, they'll probably put a little bit of a little bit, bit of water on the track to try and keep a bit of juice in it because uh, if the weather stays pretty hot, then it could dry up pretty quickly and it'd be very leaderish. So expect a little bit of juice early, but um, really fair track, uh, the Eagle Farm track is. That all went over my head, but it sounds right to me. Hey, mate, race one is a bit of a weird one. Six horses, and they're all in single figures just about here. Over 1,400 we're running here. We've got right to party at three bucks. Infancy for the youngsters out there at 420. Zuccarette, 450. Cap Ferrat at five. Kirikan at 950. And as I speak, for the fans of stabbing Julius Caesar, et tu brut has drifted to double figures. Yes, it's a motley crew of names. And no. Good good little race, uh, betting race this one, I reckon, because uh, as far as the speed map goes, Infancy will push forward from barrier two. Right to party will be on pace. I think Zuccaretto just being behind him, Cap Ferret uh, further back, Et to Brute uh, further back than that. And then I think Kirikan will probably bring up, bring up the tail from the widest barrier. I think right to party is a bet here. This was really impressive at Doombin last start. It was a bit of a drifter in betting on that occasion, but they ran really good time. The third horse out of that race came out and ran on Wednesday and was completely off the map. It just won, but I think the most important thing about it is that the market really liked it. This is a really well-bred zoo star filly who uh, has got a lot of scope, got a lot of improvement uh, out of it, and that was its first run for a month. So expect a fair bit of fitness improvement. It's going to be on pace. 1,400 metres won't be any issues, judging by how it went through the line last start. So right to party, I think, is a bet. Some of the other reasons why I don't like some of the others – they're probably getting deep into their campaign, whereas a uh, ride to party is the horse who's on the up infancy's fourth run here. In now, it was really well back last start, but probably had every chance. It couldn't even beat Zuccaret uh, home, who was three wide all the way on the speed and and beat at home. So I just think that race that those two horses are coming out of is no good. And even a horse like Cap Ferret, who's shown a little bit of ability, I don't love the drop in distance, it does keep finding the line, but I think by the time it warms up, right to party will be off and gone. So I'm pretty keen right to party in the first. Mate, I'm shocked there. I like the sound of that. It's a small field, but 
I like the fact that you're dipping your toe into the water early, mate. You've got a one in six chance out there, punters. So just always imagine what you could be buying instead. Race two is over 1,200 metres. We're on Edward Street here, the Edward Street plate. Our favourite is Chinny Boom at two bucks ten. Ekaterina at three fifty. Sathira at five fifty. And it drifts into double figures. We've got Garnati at twelve to one and on point. At 16 to 1 as well. Is this a race in three at the top, mate? The market suggests that, but I think Chinny Boom in particular is way under the odds. It's off two months here. Uh. Its last run, it was off the map last start at Doom but, uh, two months ago, but it was 315 to $3. Ran awful. They've given it a break, so obviously something went wrong, but it's very hard to back a horse off such a failure. And uh, it goes 1,200 metres here off two month break. I don't love that. Uh, there's not much I like about this horse, to be honest, uh, in regards to this race, because it's going to be a tricky little map from Barrier 9, and I just think it's a very ordinary setup, and the fact they've gone up so short uh, amazes me. I think it'll be a big drifter in the betting, so I'm against Chitty Boom. I start, Then I went to the next favourite, Ekaterina, and I thought, oh, this could be the one that's going really well, but this is a get-back horse, going to be right out the back. Do they ride it a little bit closer? Maybe, but it is dropping in distance. Does it have any early speed? I did notice that the last couple of starts, it has jumped you know, with the field, and if, if there was a little bit of intent from the jockey, it could settle a little bit, a, a bit closer. So I can understand why it's in the market, but I'd, I'd actually rather back Ekaterina uh, over Chinny Boom. But I found another horse in the field who I want to back, uh, actually want to back. Okay. This is number six, Gennady. It was, it was a complete train wreck at its last two runs. Nothing went right. I mean, last start, it was completely off the, off the track, and... Gave a good little kick at the top of the straight and got tired. The race before that didn't get any room, nearly got put through the fence. This is a horse who ran some really good figures in Melbourne uh, early in its career and sort of had a long break. And third up here off that long break, I think it's ready to do something. You're looking at double figure odds and particularly when I think these two favourites are a little bit uh, dodgy, I'm, I'm pretty keen on Gennady. So Gennady each way. What a cracking start to the card. I'm loving this. So 12 to 1, guys. Just remember, have a think about what you're prepared to lose today. Set yourself that deposit limit before the start of the race meet and enjoy. Race 3, our favourite is Pretty Short. Luncey's at 185 on the tote at the minute. Spirit Ridge, 550. Number 6, the Mediterranean. That's the diet we're supposed to have. It's de rigueur at 6 bucks. London Banker and Young Werther. Give these guys a kip. They feel like they go around every single week. I mean, honestly, is that just me or what? Anyway, they're at seven fifty at eight bucks, and then it really blows out to Tabby's lad at thirty-four to one. Take the week off, London banker. You too, young Werther. <laughs> this is a race where I think the market's got it pretty much right. Lunsey's is clearly the one to beat. It's short enough for mine, I think. Uh, I don't want to get involved with that price, but it's probably the winner. It's just got that without a fight form line, and we've talked we talked about without a fight when it ran in the Q the Q twenty two a couple of weeks ago. This is a horse who's going to be a feature player in the Melbourne Springs, and uh, Lunsey's has, has finished not far behind it. Even started favoured over it two starts back. So logical favourite here, Lunsey's probably the winner. I'm not backing it, but uh, good luck if you are. Yeah, 185. You'd like to think it's probably going to get it done, but it is very short. Let's go to race four now, over 1,200. Our favourite is Isis Carmella. Crikey, probably wouldn't be dropping that name too often. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we go through this race, let's not worry about this race. (laughs) 
This is a battle of the bush. They're all country ah. horses. I'm not going to tip anything. Okay. I, I wouldn't recommend betting into this race. It's just, it is an absolute train wreck. Oh, it's a BNS ball. I love it. Anything can happen here. This is great. Yeah. All right. There's a million different form lines. Good luck to you if you're having a bet, but I'm not playing in this race. I don't even. I don't even think we go through the market. Oh, that's the greatest shouldering arms of all time. We don't even read it. No. I love it. We don't even read the market. That is shouldering arms to some <laughs> Mo and Ali dross outside. Off. Let's go to race five, where we actually know some of the nags over the mile. We've got Osmos looking to morph its way to victory at four to one. Fine point at six. As is Hassa, bro. Cheers. Cheers, bro. <laughs> at six. And character is eight bucks. Ocean Treaty at $8.50. And then it really does drift. Yeah, I think this is a race that's light on for chances. I'm with the favourite here, Osmos, uh, that you talked about. I didn't think it had all that much luck last start. It was, it's was. it been probably ridden a little bit colder than I thought it might be. But I think from Barrier 14, I expect them to show real intent from, from this race and own it. And they'll go straight to the front uh, and be hard to beat. I think... Uh, I think this is a race which really lacks a lot of depth. There's a lot of horses in the race who aren't going particularly well, and there's a lot of horses in the race who are quite limited. But Osmos has got probably the most upside in the race, and has got map advantages from that barrier forward. And if what I suspect happens is that they'll they'll push forward and and lead. So I'm with Osmos. Hasbro couldn't possibly touch this horse. Huge odds last start. Nah, bro. Ran all right, but in in a in an ordinary race. Um, so I'm against it. Fine point. Maybe an improver, but ordinary jockey on board, so happy to be against it. Maybe the danger to Osmos's character, I thought, didn't have much go its way last start, didn't get much room one mile before that. Maybe it's the danger to Osmos, but I'm happy to be with the horse who's drawn wide, but I expect it to roll to the front and give a big kick. Beautiful stuff. Kicking to victory. Let's go now to race six, the Tats Gold Crown. Over 2,137 metres. Not one more or less. Our favourite is the top weight, the Lassophile. For the sea lovers out there at 290. Pro- was that first go at it? That is not bad at all. Don't worry about this kid, mate. I know my Greek tongues. <laughs> I was about to say something very, very unorthodox there. Pretty amazing. Is it six bucks? Princess Rainus at seven, as is Noah and Adil, and then it's the rest is double figures. I thought you were going to read Lekvati out. Nah, you know what? I actually shouldered arms to that. <laughs> it was a bit of a query for you. That would be like um, in, a, in a bank heist where they say never go to the vault. Like I just scraped all the money out of the till, the ink dye was sorted. Don't go to the vault. You burn time in the vault. No, I'm happy. Uh, this is a messy little race, this one. I mean... The Thalassophile at the weights well done. is probably the horse to beat, but is it better on wet? Um, that's a winning chance, but got you know, a jockey who's well past his best, so can't be with it. I don't know. I was looking at I was looking at Princess Rainer, so they're going to go slow here. It's a bit of a turn of foot horse. Is it, is it going to suit it out of that Foxy Frieda race? But in the end, too many form lines were clashing, and it was too hard for me. We've had, got some good get bets before this. I think there's some more to come uh, later in the card as well. Fantastic. We're going to come home with a wet sail. Just remember to have a think. What is gambling really costing you? Race seven now, over 1,400. We've got Opal Ridge. Opal Hunters are weird characters. That's at 370. Ruthless Dame at five bucks, then Chain of Lightning at $9.50. Then we start to drift. Is there anyone else I should be reading out? Did you read Shalo? I wasn't listening. 
Shalo. No, Shalo, is it? Yeah. Oh, you're just trying to get me to pronounce things again. <laughs> That's at 13 to 1. You like that, do you? Well, we've got a two-horse play here because, oh. first of all, I think the favourite, Opal Ridge, is way too short. Nice horse. Um, didn't have much luck last start at Eagle Farm. But, you know, it was caught wide, but it's... Yeah, it's not, sometimes it's a place to be and did have first access to the uh, best part of the track. So I'm not completely saying that that wide run has too much merit to it. It was a, it was a nice effort, but um, it's got the SP profile. It's got a bit of X factor about it, this horse, but there's nowhere to hide here and it does do some things wrong. So I think current quote $3.70 uh, is under the odds. Ruthless Dame's a nice horse. So the market's really siding with the three-year-olds in this race. And it kept finding the line last start, despite being held up, winning chance. But where does it get from barrier nine? It's probably going to have to go, and go a long way back. So the two horses I settled on were, the first one's Chain of Lightning. I thought it was a really good run last start. Never, ever got in. Gave a really good kick at the top of the turn and fought on really well in the Stradbroke. Gets a good jockey upgrade in Luke Nolan going on board, barrier nine. I think it'll settle just in behind the speed. And, you know, this is a horse who I've always thought's had group one ability. Started $7 in an Oakley plate, ran really well leading into that race. Has been in some really good quality group ones and gets a race here where I think it's it's finally well suited. And, you know, I think it's got a, a, a group one in it and I think it might be its race on Saturday. The other horse I want to back is Shayla, and that's why I got you to read it out, is that yeah. they did target it at first up at the Kingswood Smith and ran really well because it does its best ratings first up, but I can see that they've given it 28 days in between runs and they're trying to get another peak rating out of it. It was really good first up in that Kingswood Smith Cup, and I just think that form line is far stronger than, than what... Um, say a horse like Opal Ridge is coming out of and Comrade Rosser who run that who won that race. So I think we go Chain of Lightning, Shalo. Uh, they're both each way quotes, have something each way on both of them and I think we should come out with a profit. Fantastic. A lot of juicy odds about there. So just think, is this a bet you really want to place? Feel free to go the place on that indeed. Race eight now and over 1,200, we've got Prince of Boom as your provisional favourite at about 3 bucks ten. That's sort of oscillating coming in at the moment. King Kappa at 6 bucks. That's going to be my Oman this week. And at 7s, we've got The Big Goodbye and Quantico for the CIA agents. $9.50 for Rangers. And I'm not going to bother with the field. Yeah, no, don't. I think you, uh, the race starts and finishes with the favourite here, Prince of Boom. I thought it was really good last start at Eagle Farm. It sort of it went too hard in front, and um, Tim Clark couldn't really restrain it, but it just kept going, and it, it, it powered away from him then. A really easy win. Did it at both ends, and I love that. Um, it was coming out of Giga Kick form the start before that, so you know that is top-class form. And drawing wide here, it's down in grade and up in weight. The weight doesn't worry me. One bit because, you know, it's just a horse who likes to roll along in front. If this was an acceleration horse who settled midfield and, and was trying to pick up at the 300 metre mark, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't love that weight rise. But this horse is just going to be rolling in front, is the class runner in the race, and he's going to be awfully hard to run down. Of the other horses, Quantico's got the SP edge over Prince of Boom, but there's nothing in that run to suggest that it can turn the tables and it's got a negative jockey change. King Kappa, your omen bet, I think Kappa. it might have finally found its level in this class. I don't think if you went toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with Prince of Boom, I think Prince of Boom would um, absolutely dominate it. So um, Prince of Boom for me, that is, I, I think the market will come for this horse. $3.10, that's a juicy price. I'm, I'm thinking it'll start around the $2.50 mark, and mm. uh, as, I, as I mentioned, I think it'll be hard to beat. Get on Prince of Boom early. 
Get on now. Last chance saloon now. We've got our favourite Swiss Exile at around that $3 mark as well. $3.10 as we currently chat. Surreal Step at $4.60. Release the beans at 8 bucks. Field Weary at eight fifty, and Kinlock at 12 to 1. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to think I'm going to tip a lot of favourites here, but there's reasons for this. Yep. I think it is a favourites day, but I mean, this horse would say... Swiss Exile is a much maligned horse. There's only won one from 15, but this has found the right race here. I mean, we were on it last week. It sort of had a nice running behind him, gave a kick through, and look, the winner just got run down late. But it's been racing against its own age, goes to against the older horses. That's a really good thing at this time of year. This is a horse who's got a lot more scope than what it's racing against here. And, I mean, you have a look at the other horses in this race, and they're very, very limited Swiss XL on the back up, $3.10. There'll be many, a lot of people balking at that price, but I think it's a good price in a, a zero Metro win handicap. This is the winner, and um, I think we can go out. I, you know, I don't like to tip every favourite, but I think we've picked the eyes out of the favourites here, and I think Swiss XL can go out the winner in the last. Sounds like a good day to keep your powder dry, punters. We come home pretty darn strong. Let me run through the card for you, Benny. Race one in a small field. Just proof you only need a few heads to party on a Saturday. You're on right to party. There's not much about the favourite you like in race two. It is unders. Gennady, you think it's going to overcome some recent failures at a whopping 12 to 1. So we're on that. Race three, Luncey's is probably the winner, but it's far too short for the likes of us. The exciting one, race four, the country bowl around. We've got jockeys wearing pluggers and singlets and smashing Bundy cans and we're shouldering arms to that BNS ball of a run. Then we've got Osmos. Slight danger in character in race five, but you're happy to be with Osmos rolling forward. Race six is a messy little race, according to you, direct quote, so we're not going to bother with that. Race seven is the pattern at Benny Clifton, two-horse play. You're on Chain of Lightning and Shallow at about 9.50 and 13 to 1. Jeepers, one of those lobs, and we are ready to come home with the thunder. We've got your best bet of the day. I'm tipping, by the way, you were bullish. Prince of Boom in race eight, and my Oman... The King, King Kappa. Ooh, you're on the Prince and I'm on the King. Bit of one-upmanship from the Mun there. Happy birthday to King Kappa, by the way. He's uh, turned 60 this week. And race nine, we round out with a favourite who has found the right race in Swiss exile. Have I jumped the gun in saying that Prince of Boom was your best bet? No, no, it's the best bet. Um, I think it'll tighten up from its current price. Great. And it'd be awfully hard to beat. Yep. If I had to label a best value, number two, Gennady, I just think... This is a horse who should be starting around the 6 to $7 mark, so I'd be locking in that price as well. So I'm confident this Saturday. I really think Ooh. we're on a good track. Rail out six. I, I quite like that rail position at Eagle Farm, and I think we've picked the eyes out of the favourite. I think we've identified the horses at the longer prices that um, are over the odds. So, yeah, good luck, punters. Absolutely superb stuff, mate. We've got a couple of favourites and a couple in the double-figure market. So just have a think about what you're prepared to lose today and set a deposit limit. Enjoy your Saturday, punters. Hopefully a few of these get around the post before the others do. All right, mate, I'll catch you next week. Thanks for that. See you, Sonny. Good luck, punters. See you, digger.